before the goodness starts flowing, I want to welcome you to the STR Sisterhood, real life stories from real life women in the short-term rental industry. I'm your host, Stacey St. John, ex-corporate girl who discovered how to replace her six-figure salary through short-term rentals and who now has the pleasure of helping others do the same. On this show, we talk to real women in the short-term rental space about their journeys and how they've managed to turn their STR dreams into reality. If you're an ambitious woman who's looking to build a successful short-term rental business, you are in the right place, sister. Welcome to another episode of the STR Sisterhood. I am Stacey St. John, and I am so delighted to have a few minutes with you today. Now, before I introduce you to my guest, I want to share a quote that resonated with me, and it says, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his or her future by nearly changing his or her attitude. It wasn't until I made that discovery for myself that my life turned in the right direction and I started living a life of abundance. Thank you to the one and only Oprah Winfrey for those inspirational words. Now, I am super excited to have you meet my good friend, Michelle Gibbs. And today she and I are actually talking about that abundance mindset and the importance of how an abundance mindset helps you and has helped Michelle in her short-term rental business. She also talks with us about the biggest contributors to her rapid growth of her own co-hosting business and her favorite tools for personal growth and development as well. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into my conversation with Michelle. So we are here with the one and only Michelle Gibbs. Now, if you have not met Michelle, let me tell you, you are in for a treat today. So Michelle, before we dive into our our discussion, I want to thank you, not only for being with us, but I want to thank you for being a positive light. You are such a joy to talk to, and I know everybody listening today is going to feel like uh, they have a better pep in their step uh, after hearing you. (laughs) Very sweet. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness. So before we dive in, I would love for you to just share a little bit about who you are and where you are located in the world. Sure. Well, I don't even know where my home is. (laughs) (laughs) I am in the Austin, Texas area has been my primary home for 16 years. I also have a home in the Galveston, Texas area because my STR business has concentrated there. So I bounce around back and forth a lot. Uh, I am a real estate agent. I'm a big people lover. And I got into the STR industry a couple of years ago. I've been interested in real estate investing for quite some time. I love design and decor and uh, mostly just enjoy people, all kinds. Yeah. Yeah. And so... For any of us who maybe don't remember our seventh grade geography class, how far is Austin from Galveston? Yeah, so it's about a three and a half hour drive. All right, so you're a little bit of ways away from where you're- 
Right, right. No, I can't just jet over to take someone a new can of coffee. Right. No way. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have grown your short-term rental business and portfolio very rapidly. And I want to ask you about that. But first, I want to talk with you a little bit about your story. And I wonder if you don't mind sharing with us a little bit about how you entered in to the world of short-term rentals, but also how the perspective of helping other people has actually helped you. Can you talk with us a little bit about that? Absolutely. I would love to, because it's been a wonderful journey of amazing things coming into my life. But I came into the Austin, Texas area, like I said, about 16 years ago. And at the end of my long-term marriage. And that was a really tough time. I didn't know who I was or what I wanted to be, but it was a total restart. And uh, my background before real estate has always been finance and accounting. And through my accounting job at that time, one of my sweet girlfriends there that I had become close friends with at work invited me to her church and they have a restore ministry called Divorce Care. So I took the class and I was like, wow, this is really about me fixing me, not somebody else. <laughs> and it was amazing. I felt a whole new world of acceptance and unconditional love and an open door for personal growth. So I signed up and started serving in divorce care and helping people for five years. And I just found that through that, I had such a heart for women that were almost paralyzed about starting something new. And I just love that. And then I just love helping people and making them see their own power, their own potential. And that's where that began. And I didn't even know this was in me, but I love people. And then it just trends. I messed up. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so it, it, you started with your own path. And if I might say maybe a, a broken heart or a, a desire for finding yourself again, and through that, then you realized, I, I feel better when I help someone else. Absolutely. All the healing that had to be done inside of me helped when I started helping others. That was the power that I didn't know existed. And I still feel that way today when somebody is needing to get into a home in real estate and they're struggling with their credit score, their finances. I love to be a part of that solution to get them there, even if it takes us another year of planning. And the same thing happened in the short-term rental industry. I had investment clients in the Austin area that had been hurting, really seriously hurting through COVID and the CARES Act and tenants weren't paying and they couldn't be evicted and their investment properties were like losing money. And when I started sharing with them what I had begun doing in the coastal region in Texas, investing in short-term rentals, the light bulbs just went off and they were like, oh my gosh, we want to do this too. And so we listed properties. I learned all about 1031 exchanges and we were 1031 exchanging Austin properties that were selling for crazy money last year and going and finding something at the beach that they could drive to, their families could enjoy, they could look forward to using, but they could make way more per month than they were making on their long-term leases. Yeah, I love that. And you know, I'm all about the beach. 
I love me some beach time. When you were doing those 1031 exchanges, and again, you're a licensed realtor in Texas. I'm a licensed realtor in Ohio. Again, you've got a three, a three and a half hour gap in location. How did you navigate that if someone wanted to see a property in Galveston and you're three and a half hours away? What what did you do in those scenarios? Well, first thing I did was gas my car. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I got down there in three and a half hours and showed that home. Awesome. <laughs> but, you know, no, some of my investors and I like met through church and my faith, obviously, like I shared before, has really been a great connector for me with some wonderful people that I enjoyed staying in close touch with. So I was growing my STR business at the same time. And I did have a few properties that were condos to begin with, just two. And so I arranged so that I could put them in my client's property, pay my client for it. So they were getting bookings. I would stay in my property and we would just burn up the island looking at homes. And it was so much fun. I love that. So you were actually using your short-term rental portfolio to help obviously expose investors uh, to opportunities to buy in that market. And again, it, it seemed seems like a win-win. I love that. It is a win-win and they get to see the systems and the processes that I have in place and the amenities and the little extras that I give to my guests and how we can set ourselves apart from so many others that are down there. Obviously, beach markets are saturated short-term rental markets, but I don't believe that's a deterrent. I believe there's a great draw and attraction there. And if you do it well, your guests will always come back. Amen, sister. Let's talk about that a minute because I do see questions all the time and concerns from people and, and true concerns that what happens when I buy in a saturated market? And I feel the exact same way when you set yourself apart, not only from the way that a property may be decorated or the amenities that you offer, but you also set yourself apart through service and through providing an excellent experience for our guests. It does not matter that there are thousands of other short-term rentals in the area Ours are going to, uh, thankfully, not have an issue getting booked. I'm, That's right. I'm curious, when you invited your clients down to stay in the properties that you were managing at that time, what was their feedback? Were they instantly were they instantly on board with Galveston? Were they instantly like? I'm going to buy something and have you manage it down here. How did that play out? Yes. You know, so far the investors that I've had, that I've worked with down there that were my real estate clients previously, they don't want the day-to-day -day grind of it. They have other careers that they're very busy in and they have other interests and family time they need. They loved that I already had a heart for this management side. And so it was an easy fit. And again, it kind of goes back to the whole relationship piece, right? You can build relationships with brand new people as you go into this STR business, if you love people and if you really listen and see what they need. But the people who already love you, know you, trust you are a great place to begin. Yeah, yeah. that's great advice. That's great advice. I want to talk with you also about building your team down in Galveston. So 
How did you go about doing that when you were starting out and maybe you weren't exposed to the local market there? How did you find good team members to work down there? Well, it's a process. And I think anyone going into a new market needs to be patient and give themselves a lot of grace because you're going to go through some duds and that's just the pain of learning the hard way. And I have owned businesses in my past, so I'm comfortable interviewing people and approaching people. But eventually you find what works for you. What is your best connection with others? So um, there's a lot of people you need to employ to have your team on the ground when you're in another area all the way. I know you know this too. So the cleaners was definitely trial and error until I found the people that were willing to hold that higher level of criteria that we're bringing to set our properties apart from the masses. And then once you find those taking excellent care of them, bonuses, everything, whatever you can do to spoil them rotten and show your gratitude. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Then I realized as my portfolio grew, it grew way too quick this year. It was, <laughs> it was wonderful. It's a huge blessing, but it was a lot of work. I realized I needed a me on the island. So I started doing some looking around and I went through, because of one of your coaching calls, <laughs> Casey like, put the light bulb above my head and mentioned something called baby quip, which a lot of people may not know, but it's a really awesome service that people do as a contractor and they offer baby equipment delivered to the vacation addresses mm -hmm. so that people don't travel with all of that gear. So I thought, well, there's someone that needs some flexibility, clearly, that wants something that they can kind of piecemeal and do as they can, and that is fine with being paid contract pay, which is what I was looking for. Yeah. So I stalked this girl online and I scared her to death. <laughs> she was like, she's young and she has a young baby and, and she, you know, she didn't really know how to get work going for herself that allows her to be a great mom and be there for her family and her kids too. Mm -hmm. I loved that opportunity for me to give her that. Mm -hmm. So I had her meet me at one of my properties and she told me she was a little scared and thought I was a crazy stalker. And then we hit it home. <laughs> and, but when I was kind of checking her out, I found her profile on Baby Quit. But then I went and looked in social media and everything. And I saw that she lives a wonderful lifestyle and has a beautiful family and is very involved in her husband's career as a, a pastor in a church. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I can help this girl and she can greatly, greatly help me. And she's amazing. She's the best. Yeah. Isn't it so rewarding to not only find people who truly find joy in the work that they are providing for you, but there's also, at least for me, I'm fairly confident it's like this for you as well. There's another added level of reward for helping someone else see their potential. Absolutely. I'm curious was there something that resonated with you from the start about this particular person that, that you found? How did you recognize it? Is it a hunch? Is it a feeling in your stomach? Is it, she answered all these questions, right? So I know she's the one. How did you actually know that number one, she's going to be a good fit. And then number two, that you're going to have the ability to, to help her in other ways as well? 
Absolutely. Well, so after I found her online and I Facebook messaged her to reach out to her because, you know, and, and through the baby quip site, we set up a zoom. We did a zoom interview first and her personality was just adorable. So I wanted someone with a wonderful personality and she's meeting me as a perfect stranger. So she could be meeting guests as a perfect stranger if they're needing something in a pinch. And I thought she handled herself really well for as young as she is. She was very impressive. So then we set up the in-person interview at a property and I drove down to Galveston and met her. And then I immediately connect her, connected her with my assistants and we have group chats where we work on everything. I use a project management software where we assign and line out all of her duties. She does my quality control inspections. She does inventory. She does special occasions for birthdays, anniversaries, graduations for guests. Um, she's just fabulous. And I'm just very grateful to have her. Yeah. And I got into another uh, person helping me, whole different end of the life spectrum, a woman who was a high, high performing executive assistant her whole career and had the best job performance review of her career December a year ago. And then in March, it's a huge corporation with no notice and no warning. And even her report, the executives that she reports to did not know this was coming. They cut her. And we will never know for sure because they would never give a reason. But we assumed she was aging out and she has just become my lifeline. So I have made her my project manager and she's fantastic. She's brilliant. She's sharp. She thinks things before they come out of my mouth. And she was so defeated. She was literally destroyed from that event because she had always just been at the top of her game and had the rug just yanked out from under her in March, this past March of 2021. And I said, hey, I'm building out my third condo. Why don't you come and help me? Because she's uh, very independent and is pretty good with tools. Not as good as me. I'm very good with more tools. I was going to say, this is a secret talent that we all need to learn from Michelle. How do you power tools? <laughs> I, I love them. I can't even explain it. But I just think I'm so cool because I can use them. <laughs> but are they and I'm not a cool person. but <laughs> I beg to differ. I think you're a super cool person. But... Are they cute power tools, like pink power tools, or are they just like the regular yellow ones? We get in there. We do the job. I'm, not just dudes can run those things. Let go. me just say. So I brought her on, and she takes many, many trips to the beach with me, and we divide and conquer on property things. She helps me when I'm in. I install my own locks. I install my own ring stick up cams and solar panels. I do all of this because I love it. It just, and I just, I have a ladder down at my property and we just go. But, you know, she's fantastic. Anyway, she's wonderful and she's done so many different things to help this business survive as well this past year that it got super crazy. And she says that it saved her. And I tell her constantly, no, you saved me. So, same thing. Just, us girls lifting each other up. Yeah. I think, again, there's so much power in that because, yes, we are absolutely running a business. No doubt about it. We have to have an entrepreneur's mindset. We have to make strategic decisions in our business as any strong business leader would. But I will also tell you, for me personally, it 
makes me feel really good that I can help a team member not only earn the income that they're looking for, but do things that make them shine and thrive and maybe recognize something about themselves that they hadn't seen before. And I would venture to say that this, this project manager that you employ may not have ever seen herself in this STR space. Would you say that that's an accurate statement? Yes, definitely accurate. But she says it's been a blast. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, another question that I have for you is that... I know that you and I are both really, really passionate about continuous improvement and self-improvement. I'm curious, what are some of your favorite strategies for driving growth in yourself? You know, do you meditate? Do you listen to podcasts? What are your favorite tools for, for improving Michelle? That's a great question. I think when it began, it was more faith-based and I'm still very active in women's Bible study groups. And I think there is where you get feedback from other people if you're open to it. And I love, I constantly ask questions. What do you think I about this? How do you think I handled that? I want to be the very best person I can be. And that began my heart for growth. And then books. I was never a reader and I am an avid reader. If it's about growing my business, being a better person, improving communication skills, improving my negotiation skills, all these things, anything about STR, obviously, or real estate, I like eat it up. I love it. And I do a combo because I'm on the highway a lot between Austin and Galveston of Audible versus paper books. And then, of course, coaching. I'm a huge believer in coaching. I think when you go into a new industry, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You need to find someone who has polished that wheel to a beautiful shine. And that's exactly what you've done, Stacy. And so I knew I had to join forces with your coaching Aww. program. Well, thank you. You know, I know for me, too even teaching people. And again, I think you would agree with this. Even teaching someone else is a learning opportunity for you. So I consider it a blessing for me to have the opportunity to obviously teach other people how to launch, manage, and grow a successful short-term rental business. And even through that teaching, I learn something all the time. We do. Yeah. I love it. It's like the more, two heads are better than one theory, right? It's so true. When you're in a group of like-minded people and you're bouncing ideas off of each other and somebody says, well, what if you do it this way? And you're like, oh, I never thought of that. And that's brilliant. You know, you have to be hungry for growth to be open to being wrong. And sometimes when I've been the most wrong is when I've learned something so much more valuable on the other side of that. Oh, yeah. One of my business coaches has a phrase, and he says, you have to let go to let in. And I think for the longest time when I was in the corporate world and I was trying, before short-term rentals came into the picture, I knew that I wanted to exit the corporate world, Okay. But I felt so much angst inside of me because I had no idea how I was going to do it. I had no idea how I was going to replace my income. All I knew was I was stressed the heck out all the time and I wanted to be done with that, right? So 
for the longest time, I was trying to piece things together in my mind. Oh, I could do that. I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. And my business coach is like, you may not know your end game right now. So stop trying to make it happen immediately. Let go, let life happen to you and let those experiences create a path for you that you may not be even seeing right now. I'm curious from your perspective, if you were to look back on your life when you first moved to Austin, would you envision where you are today? <laughs> no. When I moved to Austin, I knew I wanted to work for myself again. And I was an employee again. I was an, well, again, I was an employee for the first time since I was very young. Before I moved to Austin, I had owned dry cleaning businesses. So Anyway, I was just working the grind in accounting firms and doing other people's books and driving in, you know, one and a half hour, one way traffic jams. And I wasn't happy either, but I was grateful to be able to start over and to see what the future brought. At that time, I was so low and also very limited in finances. I don't think I believed I would ever climb back out of the hole. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And look at where you are today. Yeah. You have a thriving business on your hands. I, let's ask about that. So correct me if I'm wrong. You went from having zero short-term rentals to having 12 short-term rentals that you are managing within just about a year's time, correct? That's correct. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. A year ago right now, I basically had my condo up and running because it had been running for about a year. I cut my teeth on it and then was launching my second condo for a client and then wrapping up in December. Yes, up to 12. Now, one of those properties is not live. So I'm currently managing the 11, but we've targeted the 12th to go live in April. Oh, fun. Oh, fun. Okay. So with that 12th property, are we rehabbing it? Are we doing something with it? Or is the owner actually enjoying their property for a few months? The owner is enjoying it for a few months, but we do have some work to do. So this particular co-host deal is in five units in, in all. We've got four live right now. And so the first thing we did with this client was walk properties with him and just kind of absorb everything that needs to be changed and what has been done and where his heart is and what his pride and joy is in his properties. Because I want to give every single owner that I co-host for a sense of involvement and inclusion. And so we went through everything together and we brainstormed together. What could make it better? What would make this really stand out? What could give us more, um, seating space, more sleeping space, but not be too crowded, but be classy mm -hmm. and just things like that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And so obviously with your rapid growth, I think there were probably some, I'm going to say underlying themes where obviously, you know, that market, you know, the Galveston market because you have a property there, right? You obviously have your real estate license and you had investor clients that were potentially looking to redeploy their funds from the long-term rental side to the short-term rental side. So you had opportunities to serve those, those investors. I'm curious, is there anything else besides knowing your market and, and having a handful of investors you were already working with? 
Is there anything else that you would say contributed to the growth, and I'll say the rapid growth of your co-hosting business? Well, I think joining coaching groups. I've received referrals through there. I've actually had real estate sales down, not just in Galveston, but also over in Crystal Beach and over in Surfside Beach, the entire run of that whole Gulf region for other people that want to manage their own STRs. But I'm the expert down in that region and help them find the homes, know about the inspectors, know how to get things accomplished down there during that inspection period we have here in Texas. We call it an option period. I know every state varies the language a little bit in real estate contracts. But I love helping other STR hosts that want to manage their own and are doing the same business. We are all peers and lifting each other up. So I've had great success also with just referrals in that realm as well, where all I do is help sell them. Now, I'm more than just getting the sale. I love my clients. So we all stay in touch. We're in the same business. So we definitely bounce things off of each other. They'll ask me, who can I call for electricity? And who can I call for plumbing? And things like that. And I always continue to help them. Yeah. I think, you know, again, that that brings up a great point. So many people maybe hear or see others friends or contacts or acquaintances buying property in the very market where there's, you know, where their short-term rental is located. And they're thinking they're going to be my competition. And I, I think when we have an abundance mindset, when we know that each of our property is are unique and we have, again, the heart of everyone can help someone else. Everyone can learn something from someone else there is no competition. There is only collaboration in this industry. I love, love, love that you have taken that same approach in your area as well. Absolutely. In fact, over Christmas in Galveston, we had a hard freeze. Horrible time. Here we have all of our properties full with families that want to spend Christmas with their families at the beach and pipes were bursting. It was a huge problem. It even happened with some guests I had. And I was like on the phone the entire day, Christmas Eve day, making it right for them and taking good care of them. Well, the same thing happened to a real estate sale I had on Galveston Island for another peer student in another STR coaching group with me. He's running his own business, managing all of his own properties. His house flooded really bad. It was a guest nightmare. They had left the hand wand on the tub that's mounted on the side of the tub. It's one of those big soaker tubs turned wide open. And when the pipes thawed, that hand wand shot out straight out, full blast, flooded the entire home. This was on the top floor down to the side. And this, mind you, this is a brand new construction home. It's only a few years old. Gorgeous, gorgeous beach home with a beach view. And the house is destroyed. Well, I was sick. I mean, I cried. I had tears because I care about this person so much and think so much of him. I immediately called and said, you get into my house. I bought another house on the island this past year. I put him in my home. I didn't charge him a penny. I'm like, you stay as long as you've got to stay to get your adjuster, to get water remediation in there. And I've continued to go down there when he's back. He's in another state as an owner. He's out of state. And I'm checking on the properties. I'm FaceTiming him. We're taking pictures. 
And this is just because I love helping people. And if this happened to me, I would need some support as well. Yeah. You just can never go wrong with the good old golden rule. We do unto others as you want done unto you. I mean, I don't know about you, but I feel like maybe that's been lost in today's world. And I love that you are helping him through a horrible time and that will absolutely come back in, in dividends. And that's not why, that's not why we help people, No, but no. the fact of the matter is, is some way, somehow, I believe the good Lord is going to look at, at your good deeds and, and shine, shine good blessings on you for that. So Thank you for saying that. And I just want to say, I, I'm not bragging when I share that story. I just want to have this opportunity on your podcast to put that message out there that this is not a scarcity mindset business we're in. If we're in a beach market, there's an overabundance of business to be had. And if we help one another, we can all succeed. And I just hope it speaks to someone that may be feeling, if they're newer in the business, they may feel more fear about competitors. And as you get through this, I'm two years in now, I don't fear anyone else being in the business. I want to partner. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So I want to switch gears a little bit. I feel like I could talk to you for about four hours. I want to switch gears and I want to move into the lightning round. So I am going to ask you to just answer with the very first thing that comes to mind. There are going to be a handful of questions. And the first one is, where is your favorite place to vacation? Galveston, Texas. Shocking, <laughs> Shocking I tell you. <laughs> I love that town for a thousand reasons that we will not get into because that's another four hours. <laughs> it's a cool city. I'm just going to say with a ton of history. I love that. All right. And what is one place you've never been that you want to visit? I would love to see New York City at Christmas at the Rockefeller tree. Mm, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right. What is one thing you know now that you wished you knew when you started out in the world of short-term rentals? All the great tools and systems, stumbling into that was a, was bumpy. It was good for me though, because when you learn by doing, you don't forget. Right. Amen to that. All right. What is the best piece of advice you have ever been given? To not take anything personally ever. That is really good advice and, and hard to do sometimes. Yes, but it, it sticks in my head. And so if someone's having a bad day, Maybe I just need to pray for them and give them a soft response. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. And what is one thing and or person that you are grateful for today? <laughs> That's a hard thing to say one thing. I would have to give it to my faith. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And I think we talked about this a little bit that in the world of business, we don't talk about politics and we don't talk about faith, right? I really do. Yeah, I don't mess up with clients but, ever. <laughs> I do, again, I personally have found so much, I'm, I'm going to say correction in my own life through women's Bible studies. I personally love collaborating and talking with other women who are Christians. Um, and again, we don't normally talk about this stuff, but I just want to, again, share how much I look up to you, Michelle, because it is very apparent 
that your little light is shining very brightly from within. And I really feel like if more of us focus on kindness and having grace with other people and leading by example, I really honestly believe that this world would be a better place. So, yeah. It's just an added strength that I can lean into when I feel empty and exhausted and stressed out. And I know I'm going to get through that storm and everything's just a temporary storm. So it's helped me. It's really helped me work hard and push hard when things happen quickly. Mm -hmm. So I have to just give a tribute so much to that. Yeah, absolutely. So before we wrap up, if anyone has listened to this podcast and are thinking, maybe I need to check out Galveston, where is is the best place for them to find you online? Sure. So I have a website, revenuerental.com, and there's no S's in there. Some people try and make it rentals. So revenuerental.com, you can find me there. My email address is michelle at revenuerental.com. You can see all of our properties on my website as well. And I'm also on Instagram as revenuerentaltx and Facebook as revenuerental. I love that. Michelle, thank you so much for being here with us today. It was so, so, so fun to talk with you. I loved it. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate your time. Before we leave today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to some of the amazing women inside the Female Short-Term Rental Investors Facebook group. You know, this Facebook group of mine is packed full of more than 34,000 women from all around the world who eat, sleep, breathe, and talk about short-term rentals each and every day. But you know what my favorite thing is, is to see women helping women. And just an hour ago, Jan posted this question in the Facebook group. She says, thinking about a bold move considering our locale, how many of you offer an electric vehicle charging station at your property? Does it make a difference in your bookings? We own a cabin in South Dakota. It's about an hour from the only Tesla rally in the country, to my knowledge happens every May. EV stations are few and far between in this part of the world. Your thoughts. And friends, in less than an hour, we have 21 fabulous women who have weighed in on this topic. And Kate McKenzie writes, not bold here on the West Coast, nearly necessary. I'd say 25% and growing of our renters are staying with us because we offer free EV charging at our three separate rentals. Thank you, Kate, for sharing your perspective with Jan. And again, thank you, Jan, for sharing the fabulous question inside the Facebook group. And with that, I will go ahead and wrap up for today. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I will see you very soon. Okay, sister, are you ready to start making your short-term rental dreams a reality, but feeling lost, stuck, or just overwhelmed? Here's what I know for sure. You deserve everything you're dreaming of, and you deserve to get it with ease, support, and joy. So here's what I'd like you to do. Go to stacystjohn.com slash webinar and watch my free masterclass where you will get the scoop on how to leave your W-2 and start building your dream life 
with five simple steps. If you're ready to have more time to spend with friends and family doing the things you love, adding a ton of zeros to your bank balance, and start living your short-term rental dream, you need to watch this masterclass. Head over to stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar right now to start watching. That's stacystjohn.com slash strwebinar, and I will see you there.